was a loud scream. That young man was only half conscious at first, but after Shelian cut off his left leg, he snapped awake and screamed madly. My leg! My leg! Shelian knelt in the pool of blood, his white robe stained and spotted, doing his best to hold the man down. It's over. Doctors, stop his bleeding. The doctors present were flustered, forgetting themselves, and Mu Ching couldn't watch any longer. He stepped forward. Don't trouble yourselves, he said. He took out a small medicine bottle, a faint smoke flowing out, slowly stopping the bleeding. Shilin also wrapped the wound with a spiritual aura. As for the cut-off leg, it lay on the ground all by itself. Suddenly, it quivered. Like a live creature, it continued to squirm even after being parted from the man's body. Shilin raised his hand and a fire roared, torching that leg into nothing but black ashes. That young man still wailed, my leg. Shilin checked his waist and saw that the human face disease didn't continue to fester. His eyes brightened and he said delightedly, It's good, it stopped. It's not festering. That young man finally stopped his tears and opened his eyes. Really? he asked. Is it really better? The crowd all sucked in their breath, unmoving and hesitant. But after a moment, someone shouted, Your Highness, help me treat it too. Another boy's voice rang out from far away. Don't be ridiculous. We can't be sure. What if it relapses after a while? Thanks to that voice's reminder, Shelian calmed down too. That's right, we can't be sure right now. We need some time to observe. Another piped up, voice trembling in fear. How long do we observe? I can't wait any longer. If we wait, if we keep waiting, this thing will spread to my face. Another just gave up altogether. I'm willing to take the chance they shouted. Soon, hundreds within the Buyo forest became unruly and noisy, all begging. Your Highness, please, we beg you, relieve us of the suffering. The masses started prostrating toward him, with Shelian worshipped in the centre. Although it was an awkward situation, Shelian didn't dare to be careless. Everyone, please get up first. After some time, if this man doesn't relapse, then I will do my utmost to treat everyone. It was some time before the people were comforted, having made many more promises and settling that young man with the amputated leg elsewhere, Shailin sat down under a tree. Mu Ching looked around before speaking in a low voice. How could you just chop off his leg directly? If the man in question didn't beg you to do it himself, don't just take the reins. What if it didn't work even after you amputated that leg? The one he'd hate would become you. Shilin's heart was still racing, a hand covering his face. He croaked out. The situation at the time couldn't wait. He won't answer me and the doctor didn't dare to operate. I couldn't just stand by and watch the infection fester. Someone had to make a decision on what to do. I really... He trailed off. For once, Feng Xin looked worried. Your Highness, 
I think you better take a rest. You really don't look that good. We'll take over for you for the time being. Shilin also felt that he couldn't hang on anymore and nodded slowly. All right, I'll rest here for a bit. We'll be heading back soon, so don't go too far. Just then, there was another wail from within the forest, and Fengxin and Mu Qing left to go check it out. Shilin sat and zoned out for a bit before lying down on the ground right there. In the past, if no one would build him a perfumed tent and a tusk bed, he would never have just laid on muddy ground out in the wild. Under the current circumstances, however, he really didn't have the energy to trouble any errand runners. Even the grime and blood on his robes were uncleansed before he dropped his head and passed out, still dirty and unkempt. An unknown amount of time passed. After cloudily hearing Feng Xin calling him, Xilian jerked awake, sitting up immediately. He felt something on him slip off. When he looked down, it was a patched, worn quilt that someone must have used to cover him when he was resting. Xilian rubbed his forehead and spoke to Feng Xin as he approached. I don't need this, he said. You can give it to the patients instead. Feng Xin was slightly taken aback. Huh? What do you mean? This quilt? That wasn't from me. I only just got back. Shilian turned his head. Was it you, Mu Cheng? It wasn't me either, Mu Cheng said. Maybe it was one of the devotees living in the camp who brought it for you. Shilian looked around, but didn't see anyone worth noting, and shook his head, thinking, I actually didn't send anyone getting close. What a shameful state. He folded the quilt and laid it on the ground before rising to his feet. Let's go, he said. Shilin left with a heavy heart, and very soon the thing he had feared happened. It was only two days later when Shilin visited Buyo Forest again, and some of the doctors informed him. At night, some ten human-faced disease patients ignored the warnings and snuck out. Some used fire to burn their sores, some used knives to slice away their flesh. And there were many that, due to mishandling, lost too much blood and didn't dare tell anyone, hiding under the blankets quietly and dying equally silently. Shilin had only just left the battlefield and he received such news. Standing before hundreds and watching those bloody, crying patients, he finally lost his temper. Why won't you all listen to me? Why won't you all listen to reason? He shouted. Didn't I say that we haven't confirmed that this method could cure the root cause of infection? How could you all be so foolish? It was the first time he had gotten so mad in front of so many devotees, and the masses bowed their heads silently, afraid to speak. Shailin was really quite furious and couldn't help but lecture a bit more. And as he berated, someone spoke up unexpectedly. Your Highness is invincible, so of course you'd call us foolish. But aren't we all just overly concerned with our condition, that we had no choice but to try foolish methods? Although this individual didn't oppose him openly, he was still dripping with sarcasm. Hearing him, blood rushed to Shirlian's head, and he snapped. What did you say? 
that person immediately shrank back into the crowd and disappeared. Feng Xin was further away and didn't hear. Otherwise, he would have cursed them out already. Wei Cheng noticed that the mood of the crowd was going in the wrong direction and cautiously chose not to provoke any more outrage. Seeing that Shailin didn't actually respond, another piped up. Your Highness, if you can't save us, then we've got to save ourselves. Don't worry, we won't waste your holy medicine or spiritual power. It was hot blood that rushed up at first, but now Shailin felt immense cold as he thought. What the heck? And did I ever concern myself with holy medicine and spiritual power? Clearly, I only stopped them because amputation might not work. So why did they have to say it like I'm haughty and only speaking empty words? I can't feel their pain. But if my desire to help them wasn't sincere, then why in the world would I give up being a heavenly official and find trouble for myself down here? Never in his life had he ever been stabbed by another's words, and never had he been wronged like this. Thousands of thoughts filled his mind, but none of them could be formed into words. Because he knew that this was all because he couldn't find the cure for the human face disease, and his devoted followers were finally losing their patience. The suffering of the citizens was a hundred times more difficult to live with than his own hardship. He could only clench his fists, cracking his knuckles. A moment later, a sudden punch landed on a tree next to him. The tree cracked and snapped, making the people jump, ending their whispers. Only then did Feng Xin, who was further away, notice something wrong and rush over. Your Highness, he called. After landing that punch, Shilin was able to relieve that breath of anger and calmed down somewhat. Yet, in that dead silence, another spoke up. Your Highness, there's no need for you to be so angry. Everyone here is a patient, and we're all your followers. No one owes you anything. Once the words were spoken, many nodded secretly. Although the voices were quiet, still, Shailin's senses were sharp, and he could hear every sound clearly. The crowd were grumbling. Finally, someone who dared speak the truth. I've been holding it in, afraid to say anything. Didn't they used to say that His Highness, the Crown Prince, was a gentle soul? So he's actually like this, in person. In that endless tide of talk, Shailin unconsciously took a step back. In his twenty years, he had never been terrified before any enemies. He had never been afraid. Yet at that very moment, an emotion akin to terror was rolling through his heart. Just then, he heard another person whisper, with such impressive might, why not go set fire to the enemy camps instead of having us suffer battles like this? Hearing those words, he couldn't stand there any longer. Of course he knew that the hymn now was nothing like that sword and flower holding, smiling and kind martial god on the altar. Shilin turned and dashed, rushing out of the Buyo forest like he was escaping. Behind him, Feng Xin and Mu Qing yelled, Your Highness, where are you going? There was suddenly an upheaval in the crowd. It seemed a young nursing staff person 
suddenly started beating some of the patients out of the blue, causing others to join in the brawl. Yet Feng Xin and Wu Qing had no time to worry about them anymore. They called forth troops to take care of the situation and immediately ran after Shelian. He was running in the direction of Baser Hill. Every one of his steps carried him a few meters, and soon he came to the top of the densely wooded mountain. Shelian's eyes were going red, and he shouted into the forest, Come out! Feng Xin cried after him, Your Highness, what are you doing coming here? Shelian yelled to the sky, I know you're here. Come out. Mu Qing called, If you'd just come by your call, then we wouldn't need to. He trailed off and fell silent. Behind the three of them came a series of crunching sounds, whipping their heads around. The one sitting upon a vine, watching them, was none other than that white-clothed creature with the left side of his face crying and the right smiling. It actually heeded his call. Shilin immediately lost it at the sight of him. He charged at him, crying sharply, I'm going to kill you. That white-clothed being lightly evaded him. His large white sleeves looked like the wings of a butterfly dancing, elegant and beautiful. Feng Xin and Mu Qing let out an er uh, and were about to aid Shilin, but they abruptly noticed something extremely alarming. They stopped their movements, their faces aghast. Shilin, on the other hand, was filled with rage and noticed nothing. He unsheathed his sword as Feng Xin shouted, Your Highness, didn't you see? He... Shilian's hand was already choking the neck of that white-clothed being, his other holding his sword, pointing it at his heart. That white-clothed being was clearly under constraint, but suddenly he burst out laughing. That laugh was sonorous and gentle, like that of a young man. Shelian thought it was familiar, like someone he knew. But in his rage, he couldn't think of who that voice belonged to. And that moment of confusion didn't last. Soon enough, that white-clothed being sighed. Shelian, Shelian, it doesn't matter how much you struggle. You're going to lose. The kingdom of Shenler is doomed. Shelian was raging and slapped him without pause. What do you think you are? No one gave you the right to talk, so shut up. For him, it was an exceedingly rude gesture. The head of that white-clothed being was turned from the slap, but he righted it again. Do you really want me to shut up? All right, all right. But actually, there is a way that you can turn your defeat into victory. It would only depend on your willingness to do it. If he hadn't added the last line, Shelian would have ignored him. But in that last line, Shelian thought that just maybe there could be some truth in his words. Maybe there was a way, but there was a hefty price he needed to pay. He blew out a breath and said gravely, What way? If you want me to do something, then just say it. Stop wasting my time. Come closer and I'll tell you. That white-clothed being beckoned him. Fine. Shilin acquiesced. Feng Xin was alarmed. Your Highness, you're not actually... But then he saw Shilin penetrating the heart of that white-clothed being with his sword. He leaned down. Speak, 
he said, with an exceedingly soft voice that white clothed being whispered in his ear, and no one else heard exactly what it said. Yet the more Shillian listened, the wider his eyes became. After a while, he slapped the creature again, unable to hold back. He yelled, I didn't say to tell me this. What I want is a solution, a cure. I did tell you, that was the way, the white-clothed being said. It all depends on whether you're willing to do it. Shillian's face twisted. Just what do you want? Who are you? That white-clothed being chuckled. Who am I? Can't you take off my mask and see for yourself? Shillian was already intending to do that very thing and pulled off that half-crying, half-smiling mask in a fit. The next second, his entire person froze. Behind that mask, the one smiling at him was a pale and handsome face of a young man, his eyes twinkling with life, his lips curled into a smile, his expression endlessly gentle and modest. It was Shelian's own face.